Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org notes. And I was like, that's me! What the world? I was like, what is going on? Oh my gosh, God just healed my ear. I was just like screaming, jumping up and down. I couldn't contain anything. I was like, and then I thought, and then I heard, you need to go give your testimony. Jesus made you whole. Today, Kenneth Copeland joins Gloria for Healing School on the Believer's Voice of Victory. Together, they share the benefits of taking God at His Word. Believe you receive your healing when you pray. I want to uh, read some scriptures today and uh, because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So we're going to start with uh, Psalm 145. The Lord is good to all. Every sickness and every disease, Deuteronomy says, is under that curse. That's in Deuteronomy 28. Psalm 91, the key to long life. Oh, that's a great scripture. Live long, be satisfied. Dwell in the secret place of the Most High, whose power no foe can withstand. Glory to God. That's us, church. Here's how you get free if somebody's done you wrong. You say, Lord, I forgive them in the name of Jesus because I, I know that's what I'm supposed to do. I forgive and I'm forgiven. You say, yeah, but yeah, I know that. I know I'm supposed to forgive, but I just don't think I can. You can. It's a decision of your will to forgive. Now, when you forgive, you go free. Well, what about them? Well, we forgive them. We pray for those that use and persecute us, and we believe that they'll go free, but really they're not our responsibility if we've done our part. We believe we receive, we've forgiven, and we pray for them. And what happens? We don't have to think about it anymore. Yeah, but they did me wrong. Well, they're still doing you wrong because you're letting them do you wrong by dwelling on it. It's a wonderful thing that we can walk in love. And that's our, if we're born again, that is our spirit. That's our natural way of life. We have to uh, let other things in before we don't walk in love. If you know the word. Now, if you don't know the word, you're not going to know how to walk in love. You don't, you'll be touchy, fretful, and resentful. You can get born again and never grow again. Just stay stupid. Because if you don't go and get food, you're not going to be grown. If you don't learn, you're not going to grow. This is how we get by on the Word of God. And if we don't partake of the Word on a regular basis, we'll let things slip, even though we are born again and we do know some Word. So what do we do? We live. Uh, we live circumspectly is the Bible word. Circumspectly, watchfully. We watch over ourselves. We watch over our response to things. We, we, uh, we, if somebody does aggravate us or do us wrong, what can we do about it? Well, we can say, Lord, I forgive them of that, and I go free. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen? 
Thank you, Jesus. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Proverbs talks about a happy heart. A happy heart does good like a medicine, but strife is just the opposite. It lets in all the bad things, all the trouble, everything. It just puts your barrier down on the ground to where you are subject to whatever comes along. Proverbs 4.20 talks about, of course, staying healed on the Word of God. We're going to pray the prayer of faith. The woman with the issue of blood, she had it right. She, she knew what she was doing. She said, if I just touch his garment, I'll be whole. She got to where the garment was. She touched it, and immediately her body was made whole. Glory to God. She was healed. She was whole. She said it. She Amplified says, I think, she kept saying, if I just touch the hem of his garment, I shall be healed. We could say this morning, when we pray the prayer of faith for healing, I will be healed. I will be healed this morning as the prayer of faith is coming forth. I'll release my faith. Say, I'll release my faith. And I shall be made whole. In Jesus' name, to the glory of God the Father. Hallelujah. Praise God. We take it, Lord. We take it. We take our healing. Um, faith, here's a, a few notes here. Faith hears, receives, and takes. That's what that word means. I believe you receive when you pray is take. Take it. Acts and talks and speaks. Uh, love is healthier. Love is strife-free. Forgiveness and uh, acts of love and in peace. He thinks, forgiveness thinks in love and peace. And then I've got this in highlights. Old age, not for a long time. Did y'all get that? Old age, not for a long time. Hallelujah. Psalm 92, 15 through, uh, 12 through 15 says, you, still, you will still flourish in old age. But then I say it's not for a long time. We're going to stay healthy and strong and all of that all the days of our lives. Amen. I've got still underlined. That's Psalm 92, 12 through 15. And then it talks about living memorials. We're living memorials to the fact that Jesus is Lord and that he cares, and that he loves, and that he makes you whole and well. When you go home from this meeting, and you've he you're healed of whatever you had before, and you're, you know, they expect you to come limping in, to come dragging in, and you jump in there, and here you are, and you're all up. They're going to think, what, what happened to her? What happened to, what, what, what happened to you? You say, well, I, I got healed or I got saved, or I received the Holy Spirit. That's a memorial. They won't forget that. And if they watch you and you still keep it up, they'll be saying, I want to get saved. I want to receive the Holy Spirit. I want to prosper. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So he bore our sicknesses, carried our diseases. By his stripes we were healed. And we're going to pray this morning. We're going to, we're going to receive every sickness and every disease that, that is under the curse, we're going to receive healing for everyone. Hallelujah. Is, is Ken here, David? Is he here? 
Glory to God. I just about forgot about you. There you are. <laughs> help us, help us. Amen. Doesn't he look pretty in his blue jacket? <clears throat> I've been married to this same fella for a long time. May, may I? And I'm going to stay with him. What? Uh, David, would you hand me my Bible, please? Let's go back to the 91st Psalm. And we'll see something here. Um, I noticed this years ago, and I received my healing when the Lord gave me revelation of this. And you might want to make a note of this. There are three separate people in the 91st Psalm. It starts off that first verse, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. That's the Father speaking. The next verse is Jesus. The next verse is me. And this is how I get in the secret place. I will say of the Lord, He's my refuge, my fortress, my God. In Him will I trust. Praise God. Then now this is Jesus, commander in chief of the body of Christ. In the third verse, surely He, the Father, and, and I always wondered why that's worded so strange there. Mm. And it's translated right. I, he that dwelleth, I will say, he will deliver. I mean, it, it, yeah. but when you realize there are three different people speaking here, the Father spoke. Now, I have made my, conf my confession and stepped, stepped over in the secret place of the Most High. Now, Jesus talking to me. Surely he, the Father, will deliver you, Kenneth, from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He, the Father, shall cover you, Kenneth, with his feathers, and under his wings shall you trust. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand shall fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but it'll not come nigh you. Only with your eyes like a bad movie shall you behold and see the reward of the wicked. <laughs> that wasn't in there, but I put it I in see. there. I wrote I it in there. It's in, I wrote it in my Bible, so it is written. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only with an eye. Because, now look at this. This is Jesus talking to me. Because you, Kenneth, have made the Lord, which is my refuge. Jesus said, he's my refuge. That's Jesus talking. He, you have made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, your habitation. There shall no evil fall you, neither shall any plague come nigh your dwelling. 
Man, when I saw that, and I, I, it suddenly put me in that place of, uh, of divine protection and authority, and my, my faith came up to that place, I'm not having sickness and disease in this house anymore. Amen. I'm not having this. That's right. For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. They shall bear you up in their hands lest you dash your foot against a stone. I want you to notice something here. And that we're going to, this is one of the things we're going to activate. Those angels are the ones that they say, <laughs> thank you, Lord. Can I say that, Lord? He shall cover you with his feathers, and under his wings shall you trust. These angels are in charge of all of this. They are in charge of keeping you uh, safe from terror. They're in charge taking care of you against the arrow, the missiles, that, and, and, and so forth, the pestilence that walks in darkness, and a thousand fall at one side, 10,000 other side. And there, those angels involved in all of this. There is feathers. And this room is full of them right now. Amen. Wherever you're watching on television, where, where, the, we know there's at least one there because it's yours. Amen. 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 That's your angel assigned to you. So watch what you say. Don't provoke your angel. Hallelujah. Now, verse 14, the Father speaks up, because, now, this is, this is so, this is so precious. Notice this. The Father is speaking to Jesus. The Father is speaking to Jesus about you and me. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he's known my name. He's activated his covenant with me. He'll call on me and I'll answer him. I'll be with him in trouble. I'll deliver and honor him with long life. Will I satisfy him and show him my salvation? Are you satisfied? Not yet. Me either, Me? not yet. No, not yet. Now, every time you see a verse like that, God doesn't just throw that out there for you to make up your mind what long life is. Well, anytime you go through the Scripture, you find a, a, a reference to long life. What's it based on? Genesis 6, 3. The Lord said in Genesis 6, 3, the days of man shall be a hundred and twenty years. Now that's it. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now let's go over to Exodus. Well, if you're not satisfied, I think you could live on a few more years. Well, yeah, that's, the, that's, not, the, that's not the limit. Yeah. 
It is the, it, well, and, the, and if you read it in, in the New Living Translation, it said it's the normal. The norm, 120. See, everybody's thought 70 or 80 yeah. is the normal. No, that came as a curse. That was under the curse. They were limited to 70 or 80 because of the Well, curse. because of their disobedience out yeah. there in that desert. Then God told them, he said, if you're over 20, you're going to die. I don't care what kind of condition you're in. So, but he's saying normal life is 120. So, so that's what that's, those scriptures are based on. Praise now, God. Exodus 23. And look at the 25th verse. And you shall serve the Lord your God and he will bless your bread and water, and I will take sickness from the midst of you. Well, now, what, hey, there's something going on here. There's a he and there's an I. So back up. Verse 20, I send an angel before you to keep you in the way to bring you into the place where I have prepared. Beware of him, obey his voice, provoke him not, now the 25th verse, and you shall serve the Lord your God and your angel will bless your bread and water and I, God, will take sickness from the midst of you. Does that excite you or what? <laughs> Hallelujah. Now God said, I will take sickness from the midst yes, of you. Said it. I will take sickness yes, from the midst of you. Glory to God. No sickness in the midst of me. Now let's go to, uh, go to uh, Isaiah 53. Hallelujah. Verse 4 Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Now, if you, uh, Matthew 8, 17, translate that, quoting Isaiah, he has borne our sicknesses and carried our diseases. So, and the Hebrew words translated grief and sorrow. Now, now don't just do away with the words grief and sorrow. He bore our griefs. We're a people that have hope. We should, the scripture says, sorrow not. He bore our sorrows. He bore our griefs. But in those words, he bore our griefs, our sorrows, our sickness, our disease, yes, our amen. weakness, and our pain. Praise God. Glory Hallelujah. God. And, and when you, when you all, also in that word translated sorrow, in that word is the curse of toil. Toil. Isn't that marvelous? See, see, Jesus bore that. We work, but we don't work for a living. We give for a living, and we work on assignment. Hallelujah. Amen. I can prove it by the Word. Let him that stole steal no more. Let him work with his hands that which is good in order that he may have to give to him that needs, not in order that he may buy food, in order that he may have give. You're working for seed, brother. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. All of that is in that word sorrow. Praise God. That's big stuff. That's big. Amen. All right. Get on your feet. Surely he hath borne our griefs, 
carried our sorrows, sickness, diseases, weaknesses, and pains, yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. He was wounded. Now, now, let, let me help you with something here. The word translated wounded is actually tormented. That means he bore every tormenting fear that exists. He bore it. Shame is a tormentor. He bore that. Now, let, let me continue to, to, to help you with here. He was tormented for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes, or the same word, bruise and stripes. That's exactly the same Hebrew word. The English translator just switched them back and forth. He was bruised for our iniquity, and with those bruises, we are, bring it over like the Apostle Peter did, we were here. We were, we are, and will continue to be. We were, we are, and will continue to be healed. Now look at verse 10. It pleased the Lord to bruise, there it is again. It pleased the Lord to bruise him. Why? So you get your healing. I just I don't know what I've done to her. I don't know why it hurts. And, and uh, you're being healed right now in Jesus' name. That's you. The Lord said you would know it was you when I said those words because you caught yourself and said, that's not faith. I didn't do anything to it. I'm healed. Well, you are healed right now in Jesus' name. I have Cindy Carpenter here from Mason, Arizona. And Tracy, you called out a word of knowledge that there was a girl that had hurt her left wrist and she didn't know how she hurt it. And then to herself, she said, this isn't faith. Well, today she received that word called out. She is totally healed and totally pain free. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Glory. No pain at all. <laughs> well, glory to God. Amen. Praise God for his healing power. Do it again. <laughs> for he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. These angels are in charge of all of this. They are in charge of keeping you uh, safe from terror. They're in charge taking care of you against the arrow, the missiles, that, and, and, and so forth, the pestilence that walks in darkness, and a thousand fall at one side, ten thousand other side. And there, those angels involved in all of this. There is feathers. And this room is full of them right now. 
we have Sharon from Illinois. Sharon said that she hurt her neck in the military about 20 years ago, and she's been experiencing neck and back pain. And today, Brother Kenneth, while you were talking about angels, she said all the pain immediately left her body. She is now totally pain-free in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. When we came here the first day, um, Kenneth Copeland, he said that the entire meeting was a healing meeting. So I started receiving healing at the very beginning. During the meeting, um, he just said, receive. Don't try to get, just receive. So that's what I did. I just stopped trying to get, stopped even, um, even praying in the spirit. Not, not that that's not a good thing, but it was just time to receive. So I just raised my hands and just received. We have Keela here from Keller, Texas. And she, what she has uh, been having, her right ear has been muffled since she was nine years old. She's 20 right now. And Brother Kenneth, she said that as you were talking about Psalms 91, an ear came, some kind of ear, sound like ocean ear, came through her right ear. And now she can hear plain and clear. <laughs> and I turn my ear and I'm paying attention. I'm like, wow, this is like, I'm really hearing this. And all of a sudden I just heard like this noise. It was like, if it was like air rushing, but it sounded like breath, you know what I mean? A, a breath of air. I, I think an angel whispered something to my ear and all of a sudden Kenneth Copeland's voice just amplified. And I was like, ow, what is going on? And I'm looking around the room, I'm like, is anybody, did something happen? I thought something happened. I was like, does anybody else? And then on stage when Kenneth Copeland was talking, somebody said ear, somebody's ear has opened up. Somebody's right ear just popped open. Somebody's right ear just popped open to the glory of God. And I was like, that's me. What the world? I was like, what is going on? Oh my gosh, God just healed my ear. I was just like screaming, jumping up and down. I couldn't contain anything. I was like, and then I thought, then I heard, you need to go give your testimony. God just healed my ear and I didn't have to do anything about it because I didn't pray for God to heal my ear. I forgot my ear was ever, ever had a problem because I was so used to it. And God just healed it and I didn't have to think about it or anything. I can't get away from God's blessings now. I come to the Believer's Convention and something good always happens. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.